You're listening to a short preview of one of Simon's adventures. If you'd like to hear the whole adventure, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. If you decide to buy this episode, or even a whole collection, you'll be helping Simon create lots more adventures in the future. Here comes Simon. Just before we go into the next room, I've got an idea. Chloe, while we're in the corridor, would you mind giving us a little taste of what it's really like inside someone's brain? Chloe? Uh, Chloe, are you sleeping? That would not be an accurate description of my current behavior. I was simply eliminating electrical energy to any unnecessary subsystems, and placing my random access memory into a minimum power state, sufficient to retain any data that is deemed critical. Say what? I did not anticipate you requiring my assistance so soon. I have to admit, I had engaged sleep mode. I thought so. No worries, Chloe. Uh, Sorry to wake you. Would you have enough energy to give us a quick demo of what it's like inside a real brain? Certainly, Simon. In three, two, one. Oh, wow! That was fast! Oh, can you hear how quiet it is in here? And it's gone completely dark! I can't even see my little frog hand in front of me. Now, I'll bet you've seen lots of videos showing all those electrical flashes between your neurons, like there's an electric storm in here or something. But this is really what it's like inside your brain. Completely dark and silent. Your neurons do electrocute each other, but they do it by sending a chemical to the next neuron, and that changes its electrical charge. It might not look as exciting as it does on TV, but it's heaps more amazing. Your brain lives in complete darkness and silence, but it still creates your whole world in 3D Technicolor and surround sound. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You've got the best virtual reality machine ever right between your ears. Oh, Chloe, we're ready to come back to your version of virtual reality, please. Certainly, Simon. In three, two, one. Thanks, Chloe. Uh, You can go back to your uh, sleep mode, if you like. Oh, sounds like she already has. I sometimes put my laptop into sleep mode, but I've never heard it snore like that. Righto, the next room is only a few steps away. The sign above the door says, Welcome to the primary motor cortex. Come in if you like to move it and groove it. Sounds like my type of room for sure. In we go. 
Shake, rattle and roll, baby. Shake, rattle and roll. As they said way back in the 1960s, this room is an absolute gas. It is hip and it is happening. I bet you've already worked out what might be making those sounds. Oh, yeah. We are looking at the coolest collection of chimpanzees ever. They're all wearing brightly coloured tracksuits and they really are moving it and grooving it. Right in the centre of the room is a running track and it's shaped like a circle. There's chimps running and walking and even roller skating around that track. In the middle of it, they're jumping and dancing and picking things up and pulling things down and throwing things and catching things and riding bicycles and skateboards and, of course, climbing up and down things. Around the outside, I can see tables and chairs where they're writing and painting and drawing. There's even a little swimming pool in the far corner for them to swim in and dive into. That's because this is the room in your brain that actually tells all the muscles in your body to move. And what's going on in the middle is crazy enough, but check out the left-hand wall. The whole wall is an enormous video screen with two chimpanzees in front of it. Wow! And guess who they're watching? It's you! As far as your brain's concerned, you're definitely the star of this show. <laughs> Can you see how one chimp is standing a little bit behind the one nearest the screen? Oh, yeah! Now, he's holding a digital tablet in his hand, sort of like an iPad, and he's wearing a headset with a microphone on it. He's getting loads of information from at least six different parts of your brain about what they all think you need to do next. He works out the best solution and tells the chimp closest to the screen because she's wearing a virtual reality pair of goggles with controllers attached to her hands and feet too. Her job is to work out exactly how to do that movement and then tell your muscles to actually do it. Whenever she moves, you move. That's why she's watching an image of you in 3D. Oh, lucky for us, these two are going a bit slower than your brain does. Because in real life, this happens in a fraction of a second. All day, every day. Chloe knew what she was doing when she picked these chimps for the job. They are seriously good at moving and grooving. Oh, before we go into the next room, let me ask you a question. Why do you think you even have a brain?
Most people say it's for thinking up cool ideas and remembering things. But that's not what most scientists think now. They reckon the reason you need a brain is so you can move around. Really? Your brain lets you walk and talk and carry things and build things and just about anything else you need to do to stay alive. They got the idea from watching a creature called a sea squirt. At the beginning of its life in the ocean, it has a brain and a nervous system just like you. But as soon as it finds a rock to latch onto for the rest of its life, it digests its nervous system and its brain for food. Yep, it eats its own brain. Sort of like a reverse zombie. If it doesn't have to move, it doesn't need a brain. Sounds to me like humans are made to move around. And it turns out your brain works much better when you do move. You might even get your best ideas while you're moving. In fact, good old Albert Einstein did. You've heard of Albert Einstein, right? He actually came up with his super world-famous theory of relativity while he was riding his bike. Doctors were surprised that his brain was a bit smaller than an average brain. But what he did have was loads and loads of connections between the two sides of his brain. If you want to make sure your brain sides talk to each other, you can help it by doing the three things Einstein did. You can do lots of exercise. He liked riding his bike. You can play a musical instrument. He played the violin. And you can learn another language. And he could speak German. Auf Wiedersehen. And English. Goodbye. And some Italian. Arrivederci. And some French. Au revoir. Hmm. I do lots of hopping, and I can speak frog and Australian, but I don't think I'm very musical. I did try to write a country song about my favourite tortilla, but it turns out it's more of a rap. <laughs> I even tried playing the piano, but my mum said, Simon, leave that piano alone. You're hurting its feelings. <laughs> what I can tell you is that my neighbours listen to great music, whether they like it or not. <laughs> oh, wow. Speaking of music, how did I not notice there's a jazz band made of chimpanzees setting up near the door and... They're starting to tune up. This is definitely the room where things get practised in your brain. Let's check them out on our way to the door. I wonder if this band has a name. Oh, I know. They could call themselves the Monkeys. That's a good name for a band. Oh. Sorry, sorry, my bad. 
Chimpanzees do not like being called monkeys. Monkeys have tails, and because chimps are in the great ape family, they don't have tails. Let's just wait a second and see if they're any good. Any good? Man, they're totally excellent. I should have known a band full of chimps would be able to swing like that. Hmm. See you guys. Thanks for the rockin' rhythms. Oh, come on. We've got another brain room to check out yet. And remember to think about stepping over the door ledge as we're going out. <laughs> there it is, only a few steps along the corridor. I can't wait to see what Chloe's come up with for this last room. Before we go into the last That's the room, end of the preview. Remember, you can check out the whole adventure at simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.